What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Why Are We Watching This podcast. This week, Zach sprained his leg and Sean's hanging from a branch because we're watching The Ritual. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hoo-ha! What's up, guys? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And this is why we're watching this podcast. <laughs> this week Ooh, we're uh, watching 2017's The Ritual. Yeah, the Netflix Netflix one. Yeah, the one that Netflix bought from the UK, people that made it, and then put it out. Uh, hey, they got it out there. They did. It got to me. Exactly. This is a 2017 horror mystery movie. It has a rating of TVMA because it's a Netflix thing. Uh, it was directed by David Bruckner, who is actually going to come back again in this season because he directed a segment in a movie called Southbound. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this uh, this story was based on a novel written by Adam Neville that's called The Ritual, and it was written in 2011, or released in 2011, rather. Mm. And I'm very interested in reading this. Uh, it was also adapted to screen by Joe Barton, who... I I was not familiar with any of his work when I looked through it. This movie has an IMDb rating of 6.3. Do you think, without giving a ray... I, I guess we, uh, we'll have to come back to this Without giving end. a ray. Without giving a ray. I think we'll have to come back to this at the end. Uh, I was going to say, do you, do you think that's a fair score? But we're going to talk about that, I think, at the end of this. I might spoil... Th- yeah, that's the whole thing. So... There Spoilers, was, by the way. There was no list. I don't think budget. we've been doing that lately. I've been dropping it in them. It's like in there. halfway through. Ooh-ah. This this movie didn't have a listed budget, but it did make about 1.8 million worldwide. That's not bad. Although, I'm going to be honest with you, this movie looks like it cost more than 1.8 million to make. Yeah. So. I kind of think so. This movie. Uh. Hmm. I'm going to give you what I wrote for the synopsis, and then I kind of want you to give me your synopsis, because I think they're going to be drastically different. I guess. Mine is a group of friends take a hiking trip six months after one of them is killed in a random attack. Um, yeah, because I would kind of go... Well, You want to bury the lead, right? Yeah, I guess so. But then again, like... Well, and maybe we'll get to this at the end... I think that there's an interesting interpretation of this movie hidden in there, although I think that it's very cool. Hmm. Um, anyways, we've both seen this, I think, right. before, which is a rare occasion on the podcast when we've both seen the movie before we watch it. Yeah, I watched this like when it came out on Netflix, I think. Same. Um, and I don't know if I've seen it since. I I definitely only watched it the one time, and I actually didn't even finish it. Oh, wow. So there were parts of this that watch. I was seeing it for the first time watching this. Oh, shit, I didn't know. Probably wow. the last the last probably 20 minutes I didn't see. Wow. Yeah, which wow. was pretty nuts. Yeah, shit really, um, like, turns up. Well, I mean, 20 minutes in is when shit starts, like, happening. Right. So here's what I'll say, though. Watching it again made me appreciate the amount of backstory and character development that they're able to uh, force, quote-unquote force, 
into the beginning of this movie, the opening sequence, mm-hmm. without it feeling like an uh, like an info dump. You mean like the whole scene in the store? Yeah, where we get like the relationship of the friends at the bar or the restaurant, and then they go to the store, and we see all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and then we cut to six months later. Like, there's so much that we we see about each character right there. We learn the backstory that, like, sets up why they're all doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's, like, kind of really good writing. Ah, Quite honestly. Ah. Oops. It made, me, it made me wonder how much of that's from the book, now knowing that it's from a book. Yeah. Wow. Uh, huh? So, yeah, what, um, what happens in the beginning of this movie at the store? Uh, a couple of guys, uh, the main character and his friend experience, um, uh, I guess a holdup, a robbery. Um, yeah. And, uh, well, one of them unfortunately dies from it. Yeah, dude, it's pretty brutal. He gets like his head bashed in. Yeah. And gets like a crazy cut on the cheek. Yeah, it's rough. Um... And so then, yeah, we see them six months later going on this trip that they were sort of planning right before this happened. Yeah, he said he had wanted to, like, go hiking in Sweden or something like that. So they kind of do that to, like, honor him. Right. And they make, like, a monument for him when they get there. Very cool. I loved that in this. Yeah. Um, on their way back toward town, I guess you would call it, the village. Well, they're also tr- hiking to get to a lodge that they're supposed to be staying That's at. what it is. They right. haven't been there yet. So they're going to this lodge. Um, on the way, Hoo-ah! one of the men falls and sprains his leg. Yeah. He or he looked. tears his meniscus, as I think is what he says. So his knee. He fucks his knee up. Yeah. And um, they decide to cut through the woods to try to uh, make it to the lodge quicker. Yeah. Would you do this under any circumstances? Fuck no. Okay, me. Although I'm gonna say this now, I, this this whole thing reminded me of uh, I went on a trip with my uncle and my cousin when I was younger. I was maybe nine, very young. Yeah. And uh, we were going fishing, and my, my cousin and I like before we even got to the place where my uncle was gonna set up to fish, we were like, we're just gonna go run around and like look at like these trails because. This is kind of boring. Yeah. And my uncle said, whatever. So we go and do this for like an hour and we come back and my uncle, I guess like right after we left tripped and like broke his leg. Oh shit. And so he just laid there and waited for like an hour until we came back. And like seeing that in this, I was like, damn, that's rough. At least there was like a group of them in case that really happened. Oh, seriously. But like immediately. And I haven't even thought about this in years. But I was immediately taken back to this. Very interesting. Now, the the best part about this, though, is the place where we were, by the time we got my uncle back to his truck, the car parked next to us had spinning rims on it. Yeah. I remember this specifically. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, they they go into the woods, and we see this cool, like, abandoned VH, uh, VH VW bus. Yeah. Dude. The, like... The cinematography and the the imagery in this is so fucking cool. Like, the way they set up their shots and everything. And there's some stuff that's going to happen a little later. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This movie's really great at doing that. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it's hard not to like go into be, be kind of like, obvious about ready. how I feel about this movie. But yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, they kind of bring it to the table, like everything I usually want in like a horror movie. Yeah. Well, so then the next, uh, the next like major thing that happens is they find this uh, deer. Huh? And it is hanging from some branches in a tree, but they are. How would you explain this? It's definitely like posed in a specific position, and but it's, it's this like symbol. And it's gutted. Kind of, yeah, it's gutted. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's pretty gross. One of them even says, "Oh, it's still bleeding." So this is like kind of fresh. Yeah. And which I was like, oh, that's gross. It's so when well, they're like, oh, we should get out of here, dude. I would turn around. Yeah. I'd be going straight back. Yeah, I'd be like, let's get out of the woods. <laughs> they uh, they keep going and they find some runes carved into trees. Yeah, and they eventually find a cabin. Hmm? Huh? Would you stop in this cabin? Fuck no! But at the same raining. time, it's raining. It's dark. They're hearing noises, or yeah. one of them is. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude, that's pretty brutal. They they end up finding something in this cabin upstairs. Oh yeah. What exactly would you call this? Um, it's like a sacrificial like effigy. Yeah. Um, but it's really weird. It's got these like bound feet that look like deer feet. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's like made of straw and like stuff like that. And then like arm no head. Yeah. And then the arms are positioned up in like what would you call that? Like L's. Sure. Like an L and a backwards L, whatever. And then antlers for the hands. Oh, it's so, like, eerie. The imagery is eerie as hell. Yeah. The dude that finds it, well, that's interesting, actually, now thinking about this, that he's the one that finds it because of what happens in a little bit. Um, They end up staying the night in this house, but the main guy who, like, watched his friend die. Luke. Luke. He has this weird dream where he's like, in this alternate version of the bodega? Well, he keeps... Yeah, so, like, something that is, becomes reoccurring is that he's having these, like, visions of what happened and kind of seeing it from a different perspective and sometimes in the same perspective. But it's uh, it's, it's always, like, elements of the store, but then it's in the woods. It's still in the woods and still, like, part of that, and it's crazy looking. The most, like, original and interesting looking thing... I've ever seen in a movie. Like, watching this, I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I kind of thought that, too, because I was like, I haven't seen a lot of movies, like, nail down something like that that works really well for it. And feels natural. Yeah. The, the like, the way they do it, it feels very natural. So, wow. the part about this that really was cool for me is while he's doing this, and he's kind of, like, walking through this, and you're like, oh, okay, he's dreaming. He's not, because then he's immediately outside, and it's the daytime. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, shit. But his friends are inside, like, crying. Or one of them's like, two of them are, like, whining while they're sleeping. They're having, like, night terrors. Yeah, they're, like, screaming. One of of them pisses his pants. And then they go upstairs to find the one who found the, like, ethogy thing. Yeah. Is, like, praying to it. And he's naked. That's crazy. Dude, that's some creepy shit. This movie's got some, like, hereditary vibes to it. Um which I had a, did this come out first or uh I think so I think hereditary was 2018 yeah that's crazy but it also like I, it's also so I saw this and then this is kind of like what I wanted um 
midsummer to be, I guess. Oh, I well, but I kind of like now. I like now that I've stepped back and I've seen that movie. It's like, oh, okay, I kind of like that movie. Without what spoiling what you're getting at, there is an element to this movie that is drastically different than Midsummer that we haven't quite gotten to yet. A lot of it is. It Absolutely. was just what I was like hoping this movie, which I don't know why I would because I've, you've got this movie. Well, but what I was gonna say is uh, something this movie and and Midsummer both do is. They use imagery, psych- yeah. psychedelic and surrealist imagery, yeah. in a very interesting way. It's pretty cool. Uh, Midsummer is a movie I need to, I need to watch again. I think. It, yeah, and I think it's one of those movies that you'll probably like it more once you know what happens and you're not like expecting something. Yeah, I think. I or think trying so. to figure out what's going to happen. I think a lot of people get stuck in that. I, you know, I went into <laughs> this is a midsummer episode, but I went into that movie kind of expecting it to almost be, um, man, it's weird. I want to say darker than it is, but it's Hoo-ah! like well, it's, a, it's a very dark movie. Yeah. I mean, almost like a, a visually darker movie is what I would expect because okay. Hereditary was so visually dark by the end of the film. Sure. Um, but then I guess maybe that adds to the horror of Midsummer is that it's so bright and kind of in your face. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Not a, not a Midsummer episode. Wow. Uh, so yeah, they, um, they essentially just get their shit together and they're like, no, we're getting the fuck out of here. And they go and hike some more and Southwest. Right. And they're trying to essentially pretend it didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. The one dude who was naked and praying is like, what the fuck is going on? I would have never done that. Yeah. Which they have a pretty interesting conversation, and I love it because the other dude kind of, like, yells at him to, like, shut up and get over it. I don't want to talk about this. I'm uncomfortable. And he's like, I wouldn't have normally done that. (laughs) Like, that made me laugh. Well, and that Uh, dude only, like, fucking peed his pants, though. So, like, big whoop. Um, I, I wonder how it affected everyone because, Dom, you eventually get like an explanation from him. And he's like, I never told you about my nightmare. And then he explains it. And then, well, we see it. Yeah, that is interesting. So it's interesting how everyone got affected differently. And I kind of wish we could get a glimpse of like what everyone experienced through that. Cause we see the main character and we eventually get Dom's side of it, but we never well, really find out with Hutch and we don't really find out with Phil. And that sort of plays into a th- theory that I have about this or a reading that I think one could have about this which actually knowing that this is based on a novel I'm, I'm a little more confident in this reading of it but we'll come into this at the end um yeah so they they kind of get into an argument and there's more uh runes in the trees uh, yeah and trees are like knocked down yeah, which it's, is fucking terrifying. And there's, like, branches stripped from a bunch of them. They're like, oh, this is a warning. We need right. to get out of here. And, uh, dude, I don't know. I, I would be so scared at this point, which even watching it, I was just like, dude, fuck this. Like, yeah. I don't know. The woods are scary. Yeah. And and they kind of talk about what that when they first go into the woods, because one of the guys is like, it's so quiet in here. And he's like, well, that's what the trees do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of just like, yeah, that's true. Like. The woods are sort of just inherently scary. Like, um, something ends up happening that when they're walking, they end up finding the cabin like over and over again. Was it the same one? I think so. 
That's what I thought the first time too, but then this time watching it, I thought it was a different one because one of them's like, "Should we check it out?" And I thought, the but same maybe he's thing being like, he start, that. like being a maybe he's joking. And yeah, but I think it was the same one. Okay. Um, something interesting does happen in a little bit. Uh, they end up finding something in the ground. Yeah, and pulling it up. This this scene, this is pretty cool too. Like, I I wonder how they kind of did this. Dude, right. It was like, so cool. I mean, they're in location, right? I, it looked like it to me. This isn't like a set, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, some part. of it could have been, but I don't think so. I think the inside of the house probably was. Right. Uh, they pull a tent out of the ground. Yeah. And it's got like stuff still in it from the people that were camping in it. Yeah, and, it's like it just got buried. And they there's a credit card in there, and it expired in 1984. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that when I saw that, like I genuinely was like, oh, this is fucked. Like that made me feel so weird. And one of the guys is even like, yeah, who leaves their shoes behind? Yeah. In their wallet. Like, you know. When it's funny cuz like something almost happens, something kind of happens to them that like almost triggers that same response though. And then it's like, oh, well that's what. Right, exactly. It's it's like actually immediately after this because it starts it gets dark again and they're like, well, we have to set up camp. And, uh, yeah, dude wakes up to hear, oh. that he's hearing noises. Uh, does he wake up? I thought he was kind of, oh, maybe he did. He turns on his flash, he's got, like, his flashlight on. Yeah, because when he goes out, the one friend is, like, whining in his tent, having a nightmare, but the other friend is gone, and they hear him screaming in the distance. And then they hear the roar. Because they find him later. Um... Because the whole thing is they were going to, like, run out to find him, but then the other friend is like, we can't leave our stuff. Yeah. So they go back and pack their stuff up and come to find him. Yeah, uh, Luke has, like, this crazy vision, though, too. But yeah. he has, like, this real experience as well. And, yeah, it leads to that. And, yeah, then their friend Hutch is gone. There's a lot of weird surreal stuff where it's like, is he dreaming or is this really happening? And, and then, then they blend up. it, right? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, It's so awesome. Hoo-ha! Yeah, they find Hutch just like the deer. Yeah. Which is like, brutal, oh, man. Fuck, man. Just penetrated by branches on a tree. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucking gruesome. Uh, they hike around, and this is where we start getting these cool lingering shots, where in the cool. background you'll see something just sort of barely move. Oh. And when Luke first sees it, it's terrifying, because it's the hand on the tree, right? And he hears the Okay, fingers. I couldn't really... S- okay, you know what's funny? I remember the first time I noticed it, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But this time, I even watched that part back a couple times, and I still was like, what's really happening here? And then when you start to see it, like, jut and run, though, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to keep watching. So, yeah, the Luke is looking, and all you can hear is, like, this tapping. It sounds like a bird is, like, tapping away at a tree. Yeah. And he's looking in the distance trying to find it, and then you see a hand, and then the fingers tap on a tree to yeah. make the sound. And that's when he notices it, and it moves away. Yeah. That shit fucking scared me. Cause, and the hand is, like, like, 15, 20 feet up in the air. Yeah. By the way. I know. This thing's... Ugh, it made my skin crawl just like thinking about like what the fuck would you do if you just saw that in the woods, dude? I I'd be fucking out of there. <sighs> Which is kind of what he like tries to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's like, we got to get the hell out of here. There's something out there following us. Well, and he also gets frustrated right before that. He gets really frustrated because 
he's thinking he's going up on a ridge and is going to be able to see over it, and then it's just fucking more flat lands with trees. Yeah. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? And, uh, I mean, they essentially, like, think that they're close to safety. Or that, yeah, that's right before that, right before he sees that they're close to flatlands. He thinks that they're, like, pretty close to safety. Yeah, he thinks they're almost at that ridge. He's like, I'm going to go see if I can see anything. And then he and then he sees the creature, runs back. And then they kind of have this long moment of an argument where they, like, it's a pretty important part. And it I don't think it takes away from the movie at all, but it just, it does kind of drag on a little bit. And it's like. It's the friends essentially being, like, dicks to him and saying, like, or the one friend is like, oh, you're a coward. You didn't stick up for him. Um, is that what you're talking about? Oh, shit. Am I skipping? Well. No, that was kind of before when they have that first oh, argument. Right, Hutch is because, still around. right, right, right. So then, what is this one? Because the part that I have next is when they—that's when it, they the like starts, starts getting dark fan. again. Yeah, it starts getting dark at night, and they're like stuck out there. They end up stumbling upon like a fire lit path. Uh, that's what oh, I have next in my notes. So I might, I might have skipped past some stuff. Yeah, you're kind of jumping around. Okay. Um. Because like yeah, they're at they're out there at night. Uh, Phil, Dom, and Luke, and then um, like he sees it pick up uh, uh, Phil. There's this crazy shot of it where you see it really quick and it grabs him. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. And then yeah, he's yeah. just staring at his flashlight. And That's it finally what it drops. is. It's because I said the shit hits the fan, but I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So one of the friends gets picked off. Him and the what's the dude who's got the messed up knees name? Dom. Dom. Okay. So he finds Dom, who's like hiding, and he's like, Shh. "That part dude, kind of made me jump a little dude, bit." Dude, me too, because I didn't expect to see him there. Yeah, and, and the face looked kind of scary through the like hole. Yeah, it's like, "Whoa, shit." Uh, they end up like running together. Which there's yeah there's a funny little scene where they're together and he's like we're gonna run on three okay and he's like one, two, three and they're both sitting there and he's like fuck we gotta go <laughs> like neither of them can get it like yeah. uh, the courage to go, um, they this is where so they're they're running and they end up stumbling upon this like fire lit path yeah and they make it to this cabin which is essentially the same cabin from before, and I think that because it's got the rifle in it. Uh, no, this is like a entirely different place because remember when he does finally get up on a ridge where he sees everything, he can see a firelit path. Oh, it's not the same right, place. Right, right, right. Okay. Cause so he can maybe, also see the lodge. So then maybe it was a different cabin that they stumbled upon when they were walking through the woods. The second time. Yeah. 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 I think it is. Okay. Because the guy is like, should we check it out? And they're like, fuck that. And the I trees gotcha. aren't all knocked down and everything. So, I gotcha. I gotcha. But, okay. Then I, then that was my bad. Uh, dude, there's some weird shit about this cabin. I mean, okay, so let's just say that they go in, they go to, like, uh, what are they doing? Like, laying down? In the cabin? Yeah. Uh, oh, they stumble Oh, they break the, in. Right, right. And then there's, like, a woman in there. An um, old woman. And then they get knocked out. Yeah. I didn't really see her, but... She's just, he, you see her feet. He barely sees her. And then you see the back of her hair and then he gets knocked out. Oh, I remember seeing feet and the feet kick him and knock him out. And then they wake up and they're bound. It's cause he was like upside down. So they did like a real upside down shot for it. Right. The, wow. so they're upside down. Uh, <laughs> for the shot, they get knocked out. They wake up. There's some info dump. Essentially Dom has to go get prepared for the sacrifice. Yeah. 
this is where we sort of find out that the monster, which this, I mean, it kind of comes throughout this. The monster is a Yotun. It's like a son of Loki, though, specifically. Yeah, like a fiendish, which, I mean, yeah, Loki was a, a, a frost giant. Um, and kind of a devilish, like, mischievous character. Yeah, and so he's he's kind of just fucking with these characters, And I think kind of like Zeus, he kind of did that thing where he had, like, a lot of kids. Yeah, Something I think like that. so. Uh, but all the giants come from Ymir, which was like the first giant, the world giant or something like that. His his like body becomes the world. I'm not going to like really go through what happens in the cabin. Essentially, it's a lot of like exposition about like the fact that there's this cult that are yeah. like um, worshipping this crazy deity thing outside. But... There is something that happens when um, Luke eventually is able to escape and go upstairs and look around while Dom is being killed, which I want to get into that part, too, because there's a cool way that they go about doing this and it kind of fits in with the low key stuff. Yeah. Um, But when when Luke goes upstairs, he finds some people in a room that are covered in dust. I thought they were more of the effigy things, but they were alive. They were like alive. When he hears, like, this growling and chanting and, and like, busts in the, this room and then it stops. Right. And then you just see these, like, straw people. Dude. But some of them do have these, like, weird faces and, like, yeah, they're, like, alive. That was the scene I was like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, like, what is this thing? I want to see this movie. This yeah. is cool. Um, but then he ends up going downstairs. He he does ha- end up he with the He sets them all on fire. Yeah, yeah. And he ends up getting the gun, and he ends up shooting uh, one of the people. He shoots the a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also punches the old woman. Oh, yeah, I just, love like, that. That was actually out. really great. Yeah. Because it was scary, too. He turns around, and she's just there, and he's like, oh, shit, and just fucking pops her in the face. So while this is sort of going on or concurrently with this. Got uh, her ass. <laughs> Dom is outside being sacrificed, and the way that they do this is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, he sees his wife. Well, and yeah, it's crazy because he tells him about his nightmare that he has, and this is what plays out. And his wife comes up to him, and it's not his wife; it's this monster. <clears throat> yeah, it's it. This whole scene is pretty great, but you can see her when she starts getting closer. Like you looking at her eyes, and they're like glossed over, kind of, but like doing that thing that like animal eyes do at night when like the light hits it. And, like, kind of reflects back. Yeah. It's, like, kind of doing that. And then she puts her hands on his head. And then, yeah, we get the which this, get the reveal of this crazy-looking thing. Which, yeah, what would you call this? It's kind of a giant-sized elk It's a giant-sized elk, but then, like, instead of, like, having an elk's head, necessarily, it's, like, it kind of just becomes, like, a body that's, like, kind of hanging down with, like, arms. Mm-hmm. And then, like, its head is, like, almost, like, caved in, so it's just dark and then you see it's like glowing eyes in there but it also has like tusks like coming off of like the sides of its face sort of it's pretty creepy looking thing yeah it's pretty awesome and when you see it like because they show it it's oh yeah i really love what they do with this thing because they don't give you enough throughout the whole movie up until this point and then they give you everything they show the yeah they show the whole thing and it's not like too much either because like they still like show you everything from like far away and then you get the scale of what this thing looks like and it's like fucking crazy yeah it's scary because like it runs oh absolutely um 
but yeah, that uh, you know, we had this discussion yesterday, um, which I didn't really understand why you're really bringing it up, but they they basically lay it out, and she's like, yeah, this thing's a yota and a god. We yeah. we worship it. It keeps us here for eternal life. So they're like old Scandinavians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. These people are, like, ancient, and it seems like they always get at least somebody into it, but instead Luke rejects it. And there's, so yeah, we should say that, um... People with the mark. Dom is essentially, like, sacrificed the way everybody else is put up on this tree. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. But then, yeah, so Luke... They don't remove the bodies. Luke has a little bit of a fight with this thing because he shoots it he escapes and everybody else <sighs> dies essentially and he shoots it yeah it starts actually like eating people's eyes out and stuff right which it, it's like whoa it comes after him and at one point it does like sort of capture him and it pushes him to the ground oh and yeah it, and it makes him it makes him bow to it yeah and then it stands <laughs> up on its hind legs and turns into this like huge sort of like totem of like amalgam like of like crea- creations yeah, yeah. And, and then he tries to stand up to it like i'm not gonna bow to you and it fucking drops down and pushes him to the ground again yeah. and i was like oh my god that there's something so like existentially terrifying about that i know um and then what exactly happens here um I think it picks him up again, and then he, like, stabs it and cuts it up, and then he runs from it, and he gets, like, it's starting to become daylight a little bit, and so, yeah, he runs uses, outside of the woods. He stabs it with an axe. He hits That's it with right. the axe. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, he beats it, sort of, like, races it out of the woods, and it can't leave the woods. Yeah. Or won't, I should say. Right. Which I think maybe has something to do with the runes on the trees. Probably. Um, uh, well, and it's like, yeah, it's like a sacred place. And, but I mean, it's also like, you know, that thing could probably book it and catch this guy and take him back probably. Yeah. But that's what's kind of like, that's what's like makes it kind of good is like he gets away, but like at what cost though too. Right. He lost like all his friends on this. Let's, um. The ending's pretty brutal, how, like, they're kind of just yelling at each other. Yeah. And it's like, you could, like, kind of feel his pain in that. Yeah, because, yeah, he's, like, he's almost primal. Yeah. Like, screaming at this thing, and it's it's sort of screaming back at him. Hoo-ah! You could say. Um, that is the that on that with this movie. It ends there. I want to go back to what I asked you at the beginning. IMDb rating of 6.3. Is that a fair rating for this movie? Fuck no. Okay. And I'm going to be very biased on this I was one. Gonna I can't say, really shy from this I one. I think we're both sort of partial to this because it's both mythology but also like heavily cosmic horror and like weird fiction. So it's Absolutely. kind of like right up that alley for both of us. Well, and it's just oh, – I hate to suck this movie's dick so hard but like this movie's really good and like I've never really seen another movie kind of – compare as well to this at least in the last 10 to 20 years yeah maybe like hereditary or something this i was gonna say this is up there with like all the a24 movies that i really like yeah and i mean i know for a fact this is one of my favorite horror movies but like even aside from that it might be one of my favorite movies of all time yeah it's very good very good movie i i don't i'm not bored throughout any of the movie I don't think, like, it needs really anything. I, I think this 
I mean, I'm I'm gonna say it, but like I give this like a five out of five. Okay, that, so that's your score then, and obviously you do. Do you recommend it? Yeah. Okay. I think I always tell people they should watch this movie, and I'm glad I rewatched it too because that just like goes to show like it holds it holds up. Since, yeah. I mean, it was only like three years ago, but um, well, so then I'll give my score, and then I have a couple of things I wanted to talk about. So. My score for this is I'm going to go five out of five. I think this is like a perfect movie. I think the acting in it is awesome. I think that its cinematography is amazing. Like, I there's nothing in this movie that I don't think was done well or like technically correctly or incorrectly. Sure. Okay. Um, is that right? Let me. Did I? Say I just that don't right? understand what you're. What trying I'm trying to say, to say is like I think that this movie is like technically done perfectly but also like artistically amazing okay that's what i was that's much better gotcha um what i was getting at earlier is i think that there's a way to read this movie where luke went hiking with his friends he became grief stricken went mad and killed them hallucinated all of this and that's why we don't see dom's story this is luke convincing himself that he's filling in the holes for himself the blanks and then at the end, he goes out of the woods by himself, and he's broken. Hmm. Screaming into the woods because of what he just did with an axe in his hand. I think that there is a reading of this story where that is a thing. Now, with that being said, that could just be me doing my thing as a you know a creative mind. Yeah. Uh, I do think that the themes for this movie are no good deed goes unpunished. We see a, someone stand up for something they believe in, and they're killed for it in the beginning of this movie. The guy wants to steal his wedding ring, and he won't give it to him. Yeah. And that also cowardice reaps punishment, because everything bad that happens in this movie is a reflection of a character's cowardice, uh, Luke's, in the beginning of the movie, because he won't stand up for his friend. Right. Well, he, yeah. I mean, he'd be facing death at that sure, point. Sure, right. So it's, it's hard, and it, especially like in the moment. Like, you... How do you ever prepare for something like that? You can't, uh, in my opinion. I don't think you can. Yeah, I want to go back, though, and say really quick, um, Rafi Spall, that's who plays Luke. Um, I actually really like this guy, and he's in a handful of big movies. Oh, really? He's Milburn in um, Prometheus, the, the, like, southern biologist guy. Interesting. Yeah, and it's funny because I remember watching this. I was like, isn't that the guy from Prometheus and looked it up? And I had to, like, look it up again because I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is the dude from Prometheus. Which is funny because I always thought in Prometheus he kind of looked like T.J. Miller. What was, uh, hang on. You're, uh, bleh. Let me see if I can find it really quick. There's something else about Prometheus. Um, I love that movie. I don't care what people too. say. I think it's really good. Logan Marshall Green was also in that. And right. we were like, oh, upgrade, because that movie is fucking awesome, too. The Illuminati. Dude, Upgrade's one of those movies, too, from the last ten years that's just like, oh, wow, this is, yeah. like, totally out of left field, a really solid movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, that, that's that on that. This is the only episode where we didn't rate our movie with something. We'll do, uh, we'll say it was, um, like... Piss, pissy... Satanic thing. hell... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, pissed keggers. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. there you go, perfect. Wow. Um, I did have... I did have at least a quote, which remind like I was of, gonna open with just a yell, but then it, I was like, I don't feel like sh- like doing that. So, uh, one of the friends says one, two, three, and Brexit, boom, 
And I was like, oh, not, not in good taste. Um, but that was my only quote. That was the one that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, I did not expect one of the guys in this to say that. Although they are all sort of shitty in one way or another. Although, I mean, you know, I'm not saying people aren't shitty inherently. That's That, that adds to the true depth of this movie. That's been like your theme of the day, too. I just think everybody sucks. Well, you're kind of uh, not wrong, but... I just need to be more positive about it. Hey, guys, we have some merch that you can go get. <laughs> if you go to our Instagram and Twitter at WAWWTPod huh? and click that link in our bio. Ah. And if they wanted to, if, say, maybe they heard us right now because someone On one else, of the many apps they would be listening to us on? Because someone else was maybe listening to us on an app. Uh, like maybe the Apple podcast app. And but maybe they, if they want to like, maybe they have an Android phone though. Oh, okay. Where would they find us? They would find us on fucking everything. Spotify. Why are we doing this? This is so stupid. Leave us a fucking review. You know where to fucking find us. We're on Apple, the fucking podcast app, whatever. That app sucks anyways. You Spotify. And then we're on Spotify. Yeah, I like Spotify for podcasts, honestly. Um, Castbox. Uh, Castbox, Google, uh, Google Music. Is that a thing? I think we're on the Amazon Google Amazon Music. Whatever, man. You, if you already know, I mean, I just on. put a book out. I'm gonna pimp myself for a minute. I put a book out. I'm on Barnes and Noble. Go to Barnes and Noble, search plug. I'm literally the first book that will come up is plug by Sean Shank. It's my book. Buy my book. Yeah, and I'm not doing anything, so don't support me. But Zach's name is in my author bio on my page. Mm. That is true. Thanks. Made me cry. All right. Well. Hoo-ah! Uh Next week we're gonna. Summon some more fucking demons because it's season six six six. I don't know if I said that at the top. Yeah. Wow. Uh. Go fuck yourself. Peace, Peace bitches. bitches. Genius.